We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Kits and Wagers. We're talking game week 21. I am Adam Zadroik, joined by Chris Owen. We both work at rotowire.com. Before we get into all of the details for New Year's Day and New Year, the day after New Year's Day, are you looking for NFTs that are both fun and of actual utility? Try SoRare, the largest NFT-based fantasy game. You can collect, trade, and compete with officially licensed digital cards, soccer players from over 180 clubs on SoRare. That's S-O-R-A-R-E dot com. Chris, we are in new locations. We are traveling. It is New Year's Eve, December 31st, also known as my birthday, so shouts to me. Um, but otherwise, hey, <laughs> birthdays and wagers, New Year's Eve and wagers. Chris, welcome into the show here. Adam, I did not know it was your birthday, so I, lo- I love Just the Just dropping that drop one. Right, right <laughs> off the rip of the, the top of the show. So I just, had I known, you know, I would have planned a celebratory song, potentially, you know, some, something else here for you, your birthday. But uh, yeah, no, good to be back. Big show. New Year's Eve, obviously. We got a got a um, couple of tasty matches over the uh, next coming days here and uh, excited to get back here and chat a little bit of Premier League with you. It's been kind of a, a whirlwind over the last, you know, whatever it feels like forever where we've been doing shows and watching a lot of soccer but uh, yeah excited to uh, to chat through a few matches and then um you know, i think we might have a little something special here at the end of the show similar to might might not be as special as cookies and wagers that like we did at the end last um, previous show but we still got a little something cooked up here so excited to get into that as well all right yeah so <sighs> game week 21 i got well i guess it's kits today i'm actually uh Says ha- says happy holidays. I'm uh, uh was it jammies and wagers, holiday jammies and wagers, whatever whatever you want to call it. I guess. Yeah. De- definitely good to be in your jammies on your birthday, there, Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's how you do it. You yeah. got anything special on or what? Yeah, I do actually. Um, we, me and my buddies, I was uh, I was home over the over Christmas and. Uh, we do, you know, whether it's like a turkey bowl or like a holiday bowl or, a, you know, if I'm home in the summer, we do like a little sunshine bowl. But anyways, we did a boxing day bowl and um, I made shirts, made like 25 shirts, um, got a little sponsorship from a local company. 
And uh, there you'll see it. My, I had my buddy create this Boxing Day Bowl 2021 design. And uh, we just played a game of football. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it, just a good time. So this is this is a, a newer, it's, you know, nice cotton, you know, so great for that. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> not quite a kit, but uh, it was fun. We, we did use it in a game. So I'm going to call it a, a, a new a newer addition to kit, uh, kits and wagers. Yeah, that works. That works. Boxing Day 2021 where – multiple matches were were postponed but yeah we uh we ended up didn't even do a show for for game week 20 it was just uh too much traveling and you know too many postponements we didn't know what was going on so we felt like didn't need to uh you know push something to talk about games that may or may not be happening but uh, we're back and so far we have two postponements and we're hoping there are no more postponements I don't know if you want to look back at what happened, but uh, we, you know, you don't. Okay, yeah, we we were both wrong in our last best bets. So the bet was uh, I had to eat eleven cookies in a day. Um, I don't know if I actually reached that number, but there was. I think we had an over and under on a number of variety of cookies I was going to eat, and I think I'm at twenty one. So I've hit the over, and I have a couple Perfect. more to go. So I at least hit that one. <laughs> Yeah, strong play out of you. We did miss our best bets from the previous week. I, you know, I picked Adam gave me a variety of options. Uh, the one that I selected wasn't quite right. And then mine, um, I missed. And I will say that there was some late breaking news on that bet where that um, could have affected the final score. And that was the fact that um, Aston Villa is without their manager for the match, which uh, sometimes noteworthy. I don't know, without the gaffer. So, but anyways. Actually, we'll forget- I think that was also John McGinn was out for that one. He was a he was a late absence, and he's I don't know their best player. So that also yeah. is uh you know something you can't really predict, and that's just uh just the game we're playing right now. Don't really know yeah. what's gonna happen. Who's gonna be missing? And I mean we're gonna talk about it with Liverpool later, but there's gonna be COVID cases. We don't know who's out, but yeah, we try our best and uh, try and make sense of everything that's going on and hopefully get some correct things. I, I actually wait as I, as I remember, I think our last show we talked with Manchester United, Newcastle. I think I was on Newcastle, maybe plus one or something. They ended up getting the one, one in that, but just to, you know, just tooting my own horn here with the, with the, at least one correct pick. Yeah, there we go. So game week 21, the first match we're going to discuss is, Arsenal at home against Manchester City. Uh, Manchester City minus 200 to win. Arsenal plus 550. You got the draw at plus 350. And over two and a half goals is minus 170. If you want to go higher, over three and a half goals, plus 145. So it looks like it's sitting around that three range with under two and a half at plus 140. And we don't really have a ton of injury updates. Uh, Tomiyasu. He didn't play the last match for Arsenal, and Ben White started it right back. But, again, we just haven't seen injury updates from them, so we don't know Tomiyasu's status. We don't know much of anything about that. I guess the news from Manchester City is Kyle Walker is back in training, so I guess he could come back into the starting 11 for him. But from what it seems like, Manchester City's pretty healthy. They're pretty much rotating. They have a trio of guys rotating up front. I think it was... Jesus, Foden, and Graylish started last match after not starting the previous one. And, you know, they got Sterling, Mares, 
the list just goes on and on. De Bruyne played uh, more of a false nine a couple games ago, so I think that might happen again. But Chris, uh, what was it, 5 nil the last time these teams met? We thinking along the same route, even though this is Arsenal are playing better, uh, but they are at the Emirates, Emirates as well. So maybe that'll do something for them. Yeah, uh, super, you know, a couple of good matchups <laughs> this weekend. Um, I mean, like Manchester City have really dominated Arsenal in the past here. And that being said, Arsenal and, you know, Man City have won their, it, was it six in a row or more than that? At least looking, using the sample size of the last six matches, Manchester City have won all six. They put up 22 goals to four goals against. On the other side of that, Arsenal have been really good too. They've won, you know, in the last six, they've won five, lost one and uh, scored 17 goals and, and conceded three. So both teams, you know, in the best form of the Premier League teams in that sample size. So looking at a good one here. But, you know, the odds makers are showing us they're, they've got Arsenal at, what, plus 550. So not, not really even, even giving them much of a chance there for you to be like, okay, well, I think Arsenal, you know, have, have decent odds here. But um, both teams playing well. I think, you know, Man City, just, just because of how they're playing, will – shouldn't have a a problem dispatching here of Arsenal just because, you know, there's, it seems like they're head and shoulders above everyone else in the Premier League right now. Yeah. I mean, what, two months ago, I can't remember our last future show, but we were kind of tentative on uh, Manchester city at what was it? Minus 100 or minus 105 or like even odds for Manchester city. And uh, you know they've just they've just taken hold of it. Chelsea are have fallen off a little bit here, and Manchester City are cruising. I think the big thing is that you know Arsenal they're in form right now. They're playing well, but their wins are against Norwich, depleted leads. Uh, West Ham win was good. Southampton before that they lost to Everton. Overall, it's like Arsenal are beating up on you know the smaller teams. But anytime. Like they played Liverpool uh, a little more than a month ago. That was four nil. So you know they play all the top teams and they just get blown out. It seems like, and I don't know. I don't think there's a reason to think that's going to change. I mean, they're playing well, but how much does that mean uh, when you're going against maybe the best team in the world? So, and who's healthy? Who's going to be fairly, you know, fairly fit? They don't. Have, Arsenal aren't really rotating as much as as Manchester City. Like they're pretty much using the same same guys here. Uh, I guess you know Rob Holding starting at center back just because of the Tomiyasu injury. But like Chaka's back from his injury, he's playing every match. Thomas Party, he's I think this is the last match before uh, African Cup of Nations. And then Martinelli, he's basically taking over for Smith Rowe. Like all these guys are starting. Aubameyang no longer a factor, and. I don't know. It's it, I I like our Arsenal minus one and a half. Uh, sorry, <laughs> that's not what I like. Manchester City, City minus yeah. one and a half. That's plus one fifty. On the downside, uh, I believe that was plus one forty yesterday. So it looks like maybe there's some Arsenal money coming in. Um, maybe like the tired legs isn't a thing because their last match was postponed, but. I, it's just hard to like Arsenal even at home in the spot. I mean, that's the that's a contrarian route there to go, but it it's just it's hard to be like, yeah, Arsenal they're gonna they're gonna win this match against a team that they've consistently struggled against. Yeah, I mean, 
I feel the same way. If, if for some reason you do think Arsenal could get a draw or a win done, you can grab a double chance on DraftKings. They are positive at plus 165. Um, so, I mean, that's that's probably the best play. I don't know if I would feel good enough to take Arsenal at plus 550, but the double chance at least gives you the opportunity for that draw. So uh, plus 165 over on DraftKings if you're like, all right, Arsenal can do it here. They're playing at home. Um, but that's probably the only route I'd go on this match if I was, uh, you know, had an inclination for Arsenal. Is that the draw no bet, though? Uh, I'm on double chance here. Arsenal or tie, plus 165. Huh, okay. That seems... All right. It feels... It feels off. Wait, what am I looking at? All right, I guess, yeah. Arsenal plus one is plus 100, okay. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Plus 165, I mean... I'll, I cited my source, Adam. <laughs> I was just double. It. I was thinking maybe the the numbers are wrong or something, but I guess yeah, they're uh, minus two hundred plus five fifty. Okay, yeah, that's not like if you like Arsenal, that's okay. That's that's a fine that's a fine route, but neither of us are gonna take that route. So no, maybe maybe someone will. So next match we got Chelsea against Liverpool, and so I should mention. So we got. That first match is New Year's Day, January 1st, and then uh, there's three matches on Saturday. So this next one is Sunday, January 2nd. Chelsea are home to Liverpool. Chelsea are plus 185 to win. Liverpool are the favorite, plus 145. Draw, plus 250. And over 2.5 goals, minus 125. Under 2.5 goals, plus 100. So it looks like the goal totals, implied goal total sitting around 2.5 there. Uh, so Reese James is going to be out. That's probably the big thing for Chelsea. And the big thing for Liverpool is that they have some COVID cases. Uh, Jurgen Klopp mentioned them today. And, you know, the thought is that it might be Alisson. It might be Firmino. Unclear on the other player. But it'll probably, it could be at least one starter. Liverpool is going to be down. I wonder if that's going to change the odds. These teams, I think, what was it? Liverpool pretty much dominated Chelsea last match, uh, They, but they couldn't get a winner. I think it finished, what, 1-1. Maybe Chelsea had a PK, if I remember correctly, and then Liverpool were up, were up a guy in the entire way. Um, yeah, Reese James had that that um, handball, I believe, yeah, off yeah, the yeah. line. Salah converted the penalty kick. They played pretty much 40. Chelsea played really well. Um, with 10 men just basically the whole second half with 10 men and um yeah ended in a 1-1 draw so it looks like reese james planned this injury because it's another game that he's not going to be able to play against liverpool uh he well he only made it halfway in that first one but uh it's it's going to be hard to you know go just bet on this game before seeing these COVID cases you could look at the, you know, the Liverpool training pictures from yesterday. So we like, we know guys like, I don't know, Robertson and, and Salah are there. Uh, I'm not looking at the actual pictures. I just remember what I saw. So those guys will probably be there. Then again, uh, it is the 31st. So someone else could test positive tomorrow or someone could else t- could test positive in the morning of Sunday. So uh, basically probably wait to make a bet on this, but what are your initial thoughts here? Yeah, if Alisson is missing and we got to throw in Kelleher in that, I feel a little 
um, not quite as confident in Liverpool. I mean, they, they're also coming off a pretty tough result against Leicester City where they looked pretty toothless, honestly, uh, just from, you know, watching the extended highlights. But, like, I don't, I don't – I mean, this is their last match with Mane, uh, Kaita, and Salah before they head off to AFCON. Um, so this is this is going to be a pretty they, – they definitely need to pull this one um, from, you know, get some points out of it. But it's a Chelsea playing at home. Somehow Liverpool are favored playing at Stamford Bridge, which I found kind of interesting. I thought Chelsea would get better odds there, but uh, they're they're pretty close to – I think it was plus 185 for Chelsea and plus 165 for um, Liverpool, if I'm correct. But, yeah, I would I would kind of take a probably bet on a draw here. I just don't think that, you know, Liverpool potentially missing players, Chelsea missing Reese James, playing a little bit better than they had been over the prior three weeks. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the draw here might be the play. Yeah, pulled up our uh, Linus page at rotowire.com. You can find this in the soccer section, obviously. That's the sport we're talking about here, but – Yes, Reese James, that's the big thing. It's uh, I think Pulisic played on the right wing last match. Could be Hudson Adoy out there. You know, it's just not the same kind of player as Reese James. Like he's like he he's good on both ends of the field. He you know, he has a laser of a foot really. Uh just a player that, you know, you can't really can't really match. And uh doesn't I don't think Tiago Silva is gonna come back. Christensen has a back issue. So, you know, they're also down a couple center backs. So you got those issues. You got maybe questions with Liverpool and COVID. You got, you're going to have to wait to see what's going to happen with all that. My initial thoughts is maybe just go with that draw. Um, I would lean Liverpool, but it, it's just hard to say right now. And I think if Liverpool, if you know most of their field, field players are there, I'd probably go with them to win. Uh, you know, going without Reese James in there, and Conte is probably not fully fit. He's he's been struggling with the issues the past few weeks. Uh, Jorginho's a rock in there, but you know, I think I think uh, Liverpool have advantage on the wings there, just because you got Alonso and then non Reese James. I'd go upon seeing lineups. Depends who's out there. I would say Liverpool win. I'd probably lean on the under, though. I think it'll be a little more defensive, kind of like that last one. Like if one team is dominating the other or something, or if one team scores first, they might you know, sit back a little bit more than, than we're expected to see. But I, I assume you're leaning Liverpool, but it's just a just overall hard game to, to look at here. <laughs> I'm not really leaning. I would not say I'm leaning Liverpool here okay. in any sense. In any sense. Uh, like I said, Tough result to Leicester, you know, they are, as Klopp wasn't super prescriptive as to who might miss, but it sounds like Allison might miss. And obviously, you know, he's a pretty big difference maker in a match like this. So without him, I don't feel particularly good. It's not, I mean, if Firmino misses out, who's the other other player, it sounds like might, might be the player missing due to COVID. Not the biggest deal because he hasn't been, you know, playing over Jota very much. So, but that just, I just, I just think that this game, you know, I don't expect a ton of goals. The the previous outing, they played back in April, that was 1-0. And then the prior match, that was 2-0. So there hasn't been a ton of goals out of it over the last three matches. I just don't expect a ton of goals and potentially a draw here or or a 1-0 or a a 2-0 here. So I would say the under 
goals is probably the best bet if you can get a you know a decent number at, at under two and a half. Are you putting anything into into Liverpool being like a good bounce back team or anything like that? I mean, they don't lose a bunch, but when they lose, it seems like they always come back. They had that loss at West Ham early this season. Follow that up four 0 against Arsenal. Even even you know following draws, like they they come back with with wins is what it seems like. Uh, they just don't you know they don't drop multiple points in consecutive matches. Are you, are you putting anything into that, or is that just you know kind of like a matchup thing, playing one difficult team and then following up with maybe a weaker team kind of thing? Yeah, difficult to to really put much into that. I mean, Arsenal good side, but. Like you said, they've kind of been beaten up on some of the, the smaller teams. You know, they haven't really seen some, like, had adversity and then came back and played a team of, of Chelsea stature. So they haven't, can't you know, had one loss and then faced a Man City or faced a, uh, you know, a Chelsea or even, I guess we could put, you know, Manchester United maybe in that sentence. But, yeah, so I, I, I don't think, that, probably not, but um, I just don't think that they, they've, like, had adversity and then bounced back to uh, face a team of this quality. So, it's really kind of up in the air. Like I said, the, the draw is where my head's at and the under, if I'm going to bet one of those. And then um, been trying to find the, uh, the like the goal one to two. I think that would be a decent play too, but I don't know where to get to find those odds. Goal the one goal to bands. two. The goal bands. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think I had that much success when I was looking at those a, a couple weeks ago. Uh, yeah, I think you're it on. might be under game props or something like that yeah the one to two goals is plus 130 yeah so i mean you're getting you're getting the one nil one one result which is kind of what two we're nil, looking at yeah. yeah and that's what it's been the last three matches so under one to two goal band is probably what i would uh i would roll with yeah i agree with that uh so next match uh, I think yeah, it's a standalone standalone game Monday, January third, and yeah, it's still earlier in the day. This is still considered the holidays here. It's not the uh, you know the normal late match during the during the weekday. So Manchester United home minus one seventy five favorite against Wolverhampton, who are plus five fifty to win, draw plus three thirty. Over two and a half goals minus one hundred five, under two and a half goals minus one twenty. So it's sitting around that. Uh, 2.5 range, and got the lineups pulled up on our page. Uh, Bruno Fernandez is coming back from suspension. Otherwise, I think they're pretty healthy. Pogba's been out for a while. Uh, I guess McTominay's dealing with an ankle issue, but it's McTominay, so, you know, they got Fred and Matic, so it's not a major thing. Uh, Wolves, I can't really remember the last time they played. Uh, but I could pull that up real quickly. So either way, Wolves play defensive, and it's just hard not to see one of their matches uh, be defensive. They haven't played in two weeks. Wolves okay. haven't played in two weeks. So their last result was nil-nil against Chelsea, which feels like, you know, eons ago already. Right. But yeah, as you said, very defensive. Yeah, so Wolves are healthy. I guess I guess we can take that away. Manchester United have been playing more matches. Wolves are rested. You know how they want to play. Uh, it's hard not to, to to like the under here. Uh, if you just look at what recent uh, Manchester United results, it's been mostly lower scoring uh, until 
yesterday's match, they beat Burnley 3-1 thanks to Wayne Hennessy in there. Um, I think Nick Pope had COVID or something like that. But overall, under under Ragnick, they're playing a little more defensive. Um, so you combine that with pretty much, I don't know, I think it's seven of the last eight matches for Wolves have uh, – have had uh, one only one team scoring kind of thing, so it's always been you know the one nil, one one, two nil kind of things. Like it seems like every one of their matches just low scoring, and I I don't see a reason why that's going to change here unless you know Ronaldo goes off first day twenty twenty two. Ronaldo's like, hey, let's get a hat trick. Mm-hmm. This is uh, it's twenty twenty two new year for me. Uh, there you go, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, the the under one and a half here is plus two forty. Even the under two and a half is minus one twenty. So you're you're in decent, you know, decent territory there because, like as you mentioned, the last eight games that Wolves have been involved in, it's been either there's been three nil 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 games, and then the rest have either been one nil or uh, two nil. So, you know, they haven't scored over two goals. The games haven't involved over two goals in the last eight matches for Wolves. So I think. You know, just going along with that theme, you could go get to under two and a half at minus one twenty, or even under one and a half at plus two forty, which is you know, pretty positive odds. I think you're right about this game. I don't see a ton of goals, and uh, that's that's kind of the route that I would go for this one. Yeah, I overall, I kind of just hate betting on Manchester United. I feel like uh, they've screwed me a couple times already this season. So I maybe I'm I'm tentative to say this, but I kind of like a Manchester City, not Manchester City, Manchester United to win in a shutout. Again, I'm I'm not going to take this myself because I don't want to bet on Manchester United. That's uh, it's just how I feel right now. But that's plus one forty. Uh, like the Wolves' attack is just it, it's unreliable, is what it is, and. I think Ragnick, he's going to want to get a clean sheet here. That you know they allowed a goal to Aaron Lennon last match. I think he's going to want. I think Varane's going to be back in the starting eleven after resting last match. So they're going to be pretty much at full strength. I think he likes you know Alex Tellez and and Diago Dallo uh, back there. Uh, you know, I don't know. Plus one forty. Maybe I will do it. Uh, now that I'm, I'm thinking about it, it's just you can't count on the Wolves' attack is what it comes down to. And no. you have to go the, you have to either go the under here or something like Manchester United to win in a, in a shutout. Like, this is home. This is the first match of the year. Like, they're going to be excited. And just, I don't know, Wolves are probably scoring less than one goal match right now. You, you can't count on them to score a goal. Yeah, and, you know, we mentioned the previous eight matches for Wolves. Well, in the previous uh, seven matchups here between Manchester United and Wolves, the six of the seven games have been under two goals. So, I mean, just further further da- data that uh, supports the fact that we might not see over two goals. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So that's the uh, three matches we're looking at. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We get best bets here. So no longer doing, I'm no longer giving Chris three options because he learned you know, his he picked, lesson. He picked the, he finally had an incorrect one. So I'm going, I had a few different ways here. I kind of like the over in Crystal Palace and West Ham, but I just read before the show that it looks like Anderson, Joakim Anderson will be healthy. And I think he's Crystal Palace's best defender. So I'm not saying that that match is going to go under, but I do think he definitely helps Palace's back line and they're at home. So I'm going no on both teams to score minus 105 between Everton and Brighton. Uh, so the big question here, Everton, another team that hasn't played in a couple weeks. There's, there's a chance Calvert-Lewin's back in the starting 11, which is clearly the main worry. And But I'm even if he starts, I still like one of these teams isn't going to score. Even if Calvert-Lewin comes in and gets a goal, I'm not going to. I'm not going to bank on Brighton to get their goal. I think their last three away matches, they've only scored. They scored one goal in each of those. They've had, they've had a late equalizer in. I believe two have been in stoppage time. One was in the 89th minute. So they're losing these matches one nil, and then they had these goals in the final minutes to to, to walk away with one one uh, draws. I mean. <laughs> That could happen again, but it just shows like this attack just isn't really it, it struggled all season. Trossard's gonna be back from injury, sure. That's gonna help. Like they're they're kind of healthy. Their back line maybe isn't as healthy. is good, but it just isn't reliable. So I, I think one of these teams will will go scoreless and uh, we'll walk away with even odds on that one. Nice. A strong best bet. So lock lock it in there for Adam. Um, I guess I got to get into my, my best bet, huh? I'm coming off a a tough loss there. As we mentioned, the the Aston Villa one double chance did not hit. I'd had gone hit the double chance, the previous two best bets. So I'm going to go a little bit different route here. Uh, we talked about this at the top of the show. Wait, no, it was Crystal Palace. Let's get this right. Oh, right. Yeah. Crystal. It was Crystal Palace. I I put a supporting Aston Villa, but, um, anyways, (laughs) Bottom line was there. I was wrong on both. Anyways, uh, here this week in game week 21, we, we put game, game week 19 in, in the uh, in the dumpster. Um, but anyways, we talked about Arsenal and Manchester City to, at the top of the show. Manchester City has dominated Arsenal over, over for a pretty good long while here. Over their past seven matches, Manchester City has won uh, goal, you know, a goal to, at least a goal to nil in, uh, I believe it is, Four, five of the past seven meetings here. So I'm going to take Manchester City, Manchester City to win in a shutout at plus 175 as my best bet. I think despite Arsenal playing well, Manchester City is, as you mentioned, likely the best team 
in the world right now. And I think that they, that'll continue. We'll continue to see that when they um, travel to the Emirates to face Arsenal. So Manchester City plus one seventy five to win in a shutout. Lock it in for me. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree there. I wrote my article. It's up right now, rotowire.com. I got Manchester City minus one and a half. That's plus 150. So you're getting yours at a little better odds. Um, I don't know. I maybe I maybe like your bet a little more because you can get the 1-0. You can get the 1-0 in there in case it is lower scoring. Then again, if it is 3-1, mine will win. Yours won't. But So <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky slope here that uh, – uh, that we got so hmm, it's it's tough i don't maybe i do like mine more uh, i don't know hopefully they're both winning well hopefully mine's a winner because it's it, my best bet it could be five nil again so uh, from what we've seen again with arsenal against better teams but that's what we got for game week 21 uh do you have any other betting talk you want to talk about before getting into this this uh, secret segment of cocktails here no, uh, I think we've covered it. Um, it's been a busy, busy, festive period here. And uh, after this, we get a little bit of a break, at least uh, I mean, a break from the Premier League, no break from matches. So um, we'll probably have a week off here and then get back into it probably uh, before, uh, I think that's the 13th or 14th. Yep. Yeah, there's a... So, Go ahead. That, that being said... You know, last week we did uh, cookies and wagers, you know, for the the holiday period. Uh, Adam let us know that he loved, did you call them peanut butter balls or something like that? Yeah, peanut <laughs> butter balls, that's right. Balls. <laughs> uh, otherwise known as Buckeyes. Uh, I talked about peanut butter blossoms. The show, you know, if there's any any peanut butter companies out there, you know, we're looking for a sponsor potentially. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways... So this week, you know, New Year's Eve right now, today, we're going to probably, uh, you know, get into some, some festive things here and then watch some matches tomorrow. Um, so I was curious if there is a go-to New Year's Eve cocktail or um, beverage or thing to eat that you usually go with, um, you know, at this, this specific day. Well, New Year's Eve, I don't know if there's a cocktail. You know, you get your usual champagne. So I'm up here in Wisconsin with my family, and every day uh, we have, you know, Wisconsin Old Fashions. It's with brandy. Like, we got the simple Old Fashions here. Just that's, you know, that's what, I don't know, we've been having for ages. It's my grandma's drink of choice. And, you know, we have it 4.30 every day for, you know, cocktail hour. Um, So, you know, we start with that, and then you got your wine at dinner. I think, we you know, we're going to have... Uh, maybe some tenderloins with some salmon. So, you know, get get some red wine in there with that. And then uh, what? my dad has a couple kegs that he brewed. So we're going to have some beer throughout the night. So, you know, we're going to do a little bit of everything. Wow. And then, so, and, and we got some whiskey too. There'll probably be some whiskey sipping. And there'll be somewhere, you know, maybe, you know, 11 o'clock as we get closer to midnight. Probably get some whiskey thrown in there to lead up to the champagne and then so we have i don't know if this is i think this is more of a german thing but this is a thing in milwaukee i know that we eat raw meat on uh for new year's so you know you get you get like a little piece of bread you just put raw meat on it you put raw onions on it maybe sprinkle a little salt and pepper on it and uh you know some people uh you know i grew up in michigan and that's not really a thing in michigan 
but um, I know it's definitely a thing in Wisconsin. So are you familiar with, with the raw meat on New Year's Day? I am not, honestly. That sounds really interesting. <laughs> um, I mean, onions and, and meat is a recipe for for good t- tastiness, but uh, this could be, you know, some issues later on. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, especially if it sounds like I'm – I'm almost honestly might be on my way up to Wisconsin to, to join your New Year's Eve here. It sounds like you guys have a heck of a setup there. And um, I got a hat tip to to grandparents who do happy hour at four thirty. You know, like that's that's a that's a, the kind of grandma I want to be hanging around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, I guess I should mention that uh, we played last. So there's a game. So this podcast is called Kits and Wagers. There's a game called Wits and Wagers, and I think we're going to be playing that tonight. So just bring in. Just bring kits and wagers, bringing it down to kits to wits and wagers. And uh, so, you know, just uh, we're going to need a sponsorship from the company as well. Be, you know. <laughs> we're going to have next week, we'll get the game review on here. Um, and with wits and wagers and kits and wagers, here we're on cocktails and wagers to uh, finish the show. Yeah. Um, I, my, your family has a lot of good traditions, it sounds like. Uh, you know, definitely, I don't, don't, I can't even live up to those ones, but uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, one, we were just discussing our cocktails here for the evening and one that I really like, I'm down here in South Carolina visiting my girlfriend and her family, um, this weekend. And, uh, one, one particular drink we've made in the past is a cucumber honey, um, drink. It's, it's base vodka. And then I think there's a little triple sec in there if I'm not, if I'm not wrong, but you make like a, a simple syrup with some boiling water and some honey, uh, kind of pound up, uh, pound up some cucumbers put it in it's super refreshing you know you have a couple of those and they're really tasty and pretty light and good for the the warmer weather so that's definitely on my radar um i kind of want to try some of the uh some of the mr's the drake uh homebrew that sounds good too but uh, yeah a little champagne a couple of those cocktails should be and then a little red wine with some some uh, uh beef roast this evening will probably be the recipe yeah the uh that sounds like a very summery or not warm weather drink and you know it's gonna be i don't know zero degrees here tonight <laughs> yeah uh, i think i woke up it was maybe five degrees and i'm hanging out in the attic right here we uh we don't got the heat connected right now because no one's staying up here but it's probably about 55 right now so i've been sitting 55 degrees just hanging out in my in my jammies here doing this yeah, podcast so so i gotta need a hot yeah. cup of tea yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need something to to warm up after this podcast. But yeah, it sounds like so you got the, the southern traditions where you know you can still you can still drink like the the lighthearted drinks that uh, that probably taste a little better when it when it's warm out and you can enjoy the sun. But up here, you know, it, it's, it's sure we we have old fashions in the summer, but I think old fashions they can be drank you know year round kind of thing. Any time of the year. Yeah, and it's a brand. A brand- are you brandy sweet or brandy sour? Uh, the family, what we have with our family to make it easier, we just do the uh, sweets. We put uh, smart whatever like Sprite or Seven up in there, top it off with. So, so it's a little litter on the sweeter side, but you know, it's still good. So can't complain about nice. it. Nice. Well, enjoy them, Adam. Thank you. You too. Enjoy, uh, enjoy South Carolina. Enjoy the uh, mashed cucumbers. I'm sure that I'm sure there was a good. We will. We will not be having mashed cucumbers up here. We'll probably mash, uh, mash some raw raw beef or something like that. That'll be definitely there, going on. So there you go. <laughs> All right. So 
Kits and Wagers game week 21. I guess we got to leave with our best bets here. So my best bet was between Everton and Brighton. Both teams won't score. Minus 105. Chris took Manchester City to win in a shutout against Arsenal at plus 175. Kits and Wagers, happy new year to everyone. Thank you for listening on what has been our first season of this podcast. And, you know, we got some, we got a lot of surprises coming in 2022. So you got to stay tuned. <laughs> You guys stay tuned and listen to to what we have. But again, like and subscribe wherever you listen, YouTube, podcast form. Chris, thanks for joining me. Happy New Year. And we'll see you at some point in 2022. Happy New Year, everyone. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash blue wire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.